0: Are you ready for something more, better, or different? Have you been looking for more success in your life? Here is your opportunity. Dr. Young's show, Transformation for Success, will help you discover a future for change with possibility thinking, new vision, and creative solutions to impact a more fulfilling lifestyle. Dr. Barbara is an accomplished leader and change guru who is passionate about helping others to gain the triumphs and successes that lie ahead. She brings you up close and personal with interviews from successful experts, corporate leaders, sports figures, entertainment personalities, coaches, thought leaders, and authors who dared to dream, take risks, and gain success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young.
1: Well, hello and welcome to my United States listeners and those around the world to Transformation for Success on the Voice America platform with your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Today's show is the last in a series of interviews that have been held with iconic and influential leaders who've shared their views on, after the pandemic, what's next summit from personal, professional, spiritual, health, and financial aspects. So if you missed any of those shows, you can go back and listen to them. And today... We have two dynamic, influential, and highly recognized women of distinction on the show who will conclude with heart-centered discussions. You know, it has been stated that some of the greatest advances have been birthed by disaster. But for whom does it end, and who gets to decide, is the question. So, if you want up-close and personal information about some of the issues that are close to your heart that you have not expressed, I am certain today you will get some answers from my guests, Ms. Natalie Susi and Ms. Julian Rico Durace about how you can be the leader in orchestrating your future during these challenging times. So listeners, I want you to call your friends as this will be an hour of your time well spent. And you can also download load the show later for your listening pleasure. But for those of you who wish to listen live, I've got great news. You can quickly download the Voice America app via the Apple or Google store, go to the Empowerment Channel, and we will be live Yes, 12, we are live, and you can call in the show at 1-888-346-9141 and ask questions of my guests. Now, how great is that? Now, let me welcome my first guest, the fabulous, great, absolutely wonderful woman, and glamorous too, Natalie Susie, (laughs) teacher, writer, entrepreneur, who began her entrepreneurial journey in so a few years ago. So Natalie, I call her the Wonder Woman because she combined her educational background as a teacher and her experiences as a very successful entrepreneur to provide personal development coaching and consulting to individuals, businesses, and creative entrepreneurs. Currently, she's a professor at the University of California, San Diego, and with courses that focus on conscious communication on the pursuit of of happiness. Now how great is that? So greetings Natalie and welcome to the Transformation for Success Talk Show.
2: How are well, you? Beautiful. I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. That was a beautiful intro. I love the title of this radio show and what you're doing it's amazing.
1: Well, thank you. It's amazing to have people like you. And, you know, we have a lot in common, and I just love it. And I'm so glad that you're, you're here today to share with my listeners all over the globe and around the United States. And Natalie, with the current pandemic, it's been you know, around the world, and it doesn't seem to be uh, decreasing. But there's been a lot of mm-hmm. fear and instability thus far this year. And now, more than right. ever, individuals and couples are looking for some solutions. So today, Mm -hmm. we're concluding the After the Pandemic Summit with heart-centered conversations. Now, I know Mm -hmm. that there are specific audiences, such as our millennials, the Gen Zers, older adults, small businesses, you name them, service members and veterans. We might not have the answers for them all. But, I know you have some insights, processes to help individuals grow and grow personally so they can handle these challenging times. So, can you share from your heart, Natalie, some of the tools that you can share to help people engage in to learn how to grow, and to create a ripple effect of positive impact for themselves?
2: yeah, absolutely um. So uh, it's a beautiful question. And the first thing I would say is inside of this moment, this is what I, this is what I have been calling this moment in time is a collective ditch moment. So what is a ditch moment? When I coach and consult people, people tend to come to me inside of these kinds of moments. So they're crisis moments. They're exactly as they sound. We're in a ditch. You don't know how far down you are. You don't know how you're going to get out. It's dark. It's dreary. And sometimes life is a process of learning how to put in process, how to get out of a ditch moment so that you can get to a neutral state where you can create and communicate from, from a loving heart-centered place or from, you know, better than that, ideally a happiness space. So what I'm calling right now is when it happens, people were concerned and in crisis, we're out of control. We don't feel like our needs are going to be met. We're insecure. So many triggers are, are created right now inside of the situation right. that we're in for everybody right? So it's a collective ditch moment. So what there is to take from the collective ditch moment is that we live in a universe that abides by the law of duality. And the law of duality basically states that what goes up must come down, love, fear, rich, poor, happiness, sadness, they're all two sides of the same coin, and you can't experience one without the other. So when you're inside of a ditch moment, you have to understand that there is a light moment as well. So this is a space and time where everybody is collectively feeling this way and everybody has the opportunity to create a better, brighter version of themselves so we can raise our consciousness and have a collective light moment, an ascension moment. And so there is that framework and there is that possibility to attach into the reality right now. It's very challenging. It's very hard. We're all having a hard time navigating that, but there is that possibility, and that is the law of the universe. What goes up must come down. Two sides mm-hmm. of the same coin. So where there is dark, there is always light. So that that's how I framework it for myself and my clients every day, right now.
1: So you call it, I, I like that, calling it a collective ditch moment.
2: <laughs> um, and
1: so... And the law of duality, and which is true, because what goes up must come down. The the thing I think that um, intrigues me quite a bit is, have you been able to, with some of the people that you've talked to, maybe some of your co- coaching clients, is to so why, what are some of the reasons that you believe some people adjust, and they have made some adjustments, where others just can't seem to get it together
2: yeah well okay so that's a great question you know we're all coming when I when I talk to clients I'll say I want you to imagine that we're all born uh, with a permanent life lens so as soon as we come out of the womb we put a permanent set of glasses on our on our face and this is what we see life through. And all of us have a unique set of glasses. And those glasses are colored a particular hue based on our experiences, our DNA, our genes, etc., our family, all these things. And so we're all looking at life through our own particular lens that is unique to our life experience, like our finger like our fingertips is unique to us. Like we all have a different way of looking at things. So if we're all sitting in a room, I do this with my students sometimes at UCSD. I lecture for 10 minutes. I say, okay, we're all sitting here. You've all heard the same lecture. You've all watched me speak and walk around and talk about these things. If I asked each of you to tell me the one thing that landed on you the most inside of this 10-minute lecture, you would all say something different. You might say some similar things, but you'd all basically say different things because you're all looking at life through a particular lens that was created Mm -hmm. based on your own life experiences. And so this is the same thing that we're dealing with now. There's some people that are coming from a fear-based place where... They have no control. Their finances are messed up. Their communication is challenged because they're in a situation they've never been in before. So they're in a fear-based state. And then we have people in a love-based state that are looking at the possibility instead of the problems. And it's a, it's a minor shift in energy and in mindset that is a very challenging shift to make because there's a million reasons why you shouldn't make that shift right now. But that's really what's necessary to find the um, possibility in this situation versus just the problem. Okay. Say I
1: am this person out there and I am really in that fear-based mode. I mean, I just can't seem to just make the adjustment. Uh, You know, I I, I look at the news and everything is, you know, doom and gloom. There's so much going on and um, there's, there's not, and in my home situation, you know, the kids, I'm just really fearful about whether they're going to be schooled. I'm not really qualified to homeschool them, and I have a lot of challenges. And of course, we're not managing financially. So and so as we're mm-hmm. talking about heart-to-heart chat with the listeners today, I sort of pull that out because I'm getting a lot of questions, a lot of people, particularly women, who are coming from that fear based mode, Um, and Mm -hmm. what strategies do that you, because I know you you have a repertoire of strategies, (laughs) Natalie, (laughs) that you suggest what people can do that they may face going forward in the light of the speed of events that we see happening each day. So what specific yeah. strategies would you suggest? Whenever I mean, we're talking about the person that's coping, but I, I still am I am I'm, I'm just in that fear-based mode.
2: Yep. I'm not yeah. love-based, Great I'm expression. fear-based. <laughs> yep, fear-based. And and there's and we're all going through those moments at some mm-hmm. point or another, right? Okay. So here's the thing, this is the paradigm that I start with. So people come to me all the time. I teach a class called the Pursuit of Happiness. It's a conscious communications course and writing course. People say to me, how do I feel happier? How do I be happy? Give me some tips. And I say to them this, okay, we all want to increase our level of happiness. I think that's pretty fair to say. Our happiness level is based on the quality of our relationship in our life, the quality of our relationship to ourselves first Mm -hmm. internally, and the quality of relationships that we have with people externally, the quality of our relationships is based on the quality of our communication to ourselves and to others. So communication, if you think about that pyramid, communication is the foundation. It is the key. It is the core component of everything. If you sit Mm -hmm. back and say, when was I most happy or when was the happiest moment in my life? I'm willing to bet that if you trace back the root of that happy moment, it was because of a moment where you communicated well with someone or with yourself. Something in communication went well, and it led to something that made you very happy. It is the same with something that makes you very sad, very angry. So the best thing to do is, okay, let's accept that paradigm is real and start considering how you're communicating with yourself, which is the mindset mm-hmm. stuff that I was just talking about. So it's, what are the fear-based thoughts that are coming? These are some of the questions you can ask yourself and something I've run through with clients. is like, What are the fear-based thoughts that are coming up for me right now? What's the root of those? What are the fear-based thoughts that are coming up for me right now? And what is the root of those? And how do I ship them? And accepting that like one of the examples or one of the exercises I give to my clients that's very simple and it probably makes no sense how it can work, but it works on an unconscious level is I have them put out 10 post-it notes around their house of the ways that they mm-hmm. want to feel every day. Literally just affirmations all over the house. I do this for a lot of my clients and it's just a simple, simple exercise that makes little sense while you're doing it. That unconsciously shifts your mindset from a place of fear to love, or it just brings you from a state of depression or frustration, anger, those fear-based emotions into a neutral state where you just feel, okay, I'm not super happy, I'm not super peaceful, but I'm, but I'm okay, and I'm calm, and I can create from here. Does that make sense? I
1: like that. I like that. Uh, post-it notes of affirmation, uh, something many years ago. I came across this, and I I talked about postcards and notes. But the other thing um, that I would add to that, what about with those post-it notes of affirmation around the house and in your bathroom and the mirror, maybe in the car even, um, to speak out loud, (laughs) to speak. speak. I even had them on the toilet seat at one time. I'll be. Mm -hmm. Since we're speaking of heart-centered conversations, um, speaking (laughs) out loud. Did uh, how about uh, when you see the posted affirmations that you begin to speak them out loud? Do you talk about that, uh,
2: Natalie? Oh yes, absolutely. So so I'll give just a little back. Okay, go ahead. Do you want me to? I can give more background on why they work if you would like. Yes,
1: why they work? Because I think that. Like, again, we're just talking from the heart today, okay?
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So they work. affirmations work as a pattern interrupt. So if you're waking up every morning and you're like, oh, my God, how am I going to pay the bills? Or I don't feel good. Or I'm scared. Or I'm stressed. Or I'm so irritated. Like, whatever those words are that flood in your head that are fear-based emotions, right? They're coming from a place of fear as soon as you open your eyes up in the morning. If you can give yourself a new set of statements, everything starts with language that you can start to buy into and that you can start to just see, it starts to shift your unconscious. So when you wake up in the morning, it works as a pattern interrupt. If you open your eyes and you see something on your mirror that says, I am safe, I am calm, I am right where I need to be, everything is working for me, it will start to shift your energy and you will start to attract things that support what you're looking to achieve. I really get that for somebody who's never studied this stuff, it sounds wacky or woo-woo or pie in the sky, but there is science behind how we shift our energy and as a result, shift our external reality, which is what yes. everybody needs to be doing right now.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. And and that's why Uh, Today, I was so pleased to sort of end the show. We've talked about all these other aspects financially and uh, professionally and spiritually, but just heart to heart. Because so many people today are really still uh, in the challenge and not knowing exactly what do I do. Uh, and so you're coming up with some very positive uh, experiences and absolutely things that people can do. Affirmations, posted notes. These are things that you can do. Speaking out loud. Mm-hmm. I like that. I, you know, posting over your bed. I'm safe. I'm calm. That's wonderful. Um, thank you, Natalie, for that. Um yeah, absolutely. what other strategies um would you would you give for in terms of like the quality of relationships because again heart to heart um the relationship yeah. with my loved ones the relationships with my my family because it just isn't about you because all of that right. energy whether it's negative or positive it explodes in the family or you know it it permeates the whole atmosphere. So what yeah. would how do you speak yeah. to that? <laughs>
2: Yeah, so I have I have a six step process that I call a six step process for conscious communication. And conscious mm-hmm. communication is the act of creating authentic, genuine, win-win connections and conversations with everyone all the time in all areas of your life. And so it's a it's a six step process. It's a very simple framework that I can share here, but you wanna understand that inside of this process it's it sounds like a lot to comprehend and it's not once you start doing it and once you get into the habit of it. But essentially what I tell people is, you know, we're all walking, talking pieces of communication all the time. So we are communicating to ourselves and to others 24 seven, unless you're in a room with four white walls and no phone, you're inside of a communication situation where you can act either from a place of fear or love. And if you act from a place of love and you can get where the other person is coming from, you can create a space where everybody gets to win most of the time. And that's sort of what we're all trying to achieve. So the first step in that process, and I'll just give you the six steps really quickly and, and you yes. know, welcome to okay. share more with your people in, in other areas too. Um, so first step is just asking yourself this question, noting, okay, I'm inside of a communication situation right now and I want to create a space for authentic, genuine, win-win connections. So the first question you want to ask yourself is like, what is my message, mission, or goal inside of this communication situation? Like, what am I trying to achieve right now? inside of this situation. And you get clear on that with yourself. Do you understand what your goal is or what your mission is? The next step is you want to consider what the other person's message, mission, or goal is. So putting yourself in their shoes or, or putting life, their life lens on and trying to look through it. Saying what is their message, mission, or goal right now? And mm-hmm. really getting that everybody's coming to the table with their own life lens that is unique totally to them that has been shaped based on their experiences and their background and understanding that if someone is in a fear-based place, if you can try and look at them through Mm -hmm. their lens and speak to them through their lens, you can understand what they're scared of and you can help create an authentic, genuine win-win connection by speaking to that instead of just speaking from what your needs are. Make sense?
1: Yes. Okay. We got to hurry because
2: I got a few minutes left. (laughs) Okay. We got one, right, two, three. So okay. One, two, three. So step three is understanding what the setting or context is. And then step four is assessing what kind of communication channel you use to communicate best with them. Step five is the kind of tone that you want to use based on these other assessments. And step six is whether you're coming from a heart centered place or a head centered space. And use love a combination that. of the two. So that's the framework. I love, It's really yeah. simple. Um, yeah. It's really
1: simple uh, because I think what what you're really saying too is that love well, number one. What is my message inside of myself, and and that's again mm-hmm. looking at what's within. Mm-hmm. What is my message inside of myself and inside of the situation? Uh, then trying to look at the, from the other person's point of view, your husband or your your mother or your grandmother or your children. What is the other person's uh, message? What is their goal, message, and mission? And, and really putting yourself in there, she's And really, you know, I like this, um, Natalie, because you've got to just get out of you and start thinking about somebody else. And yep. then, uh, then re- look at the setting, uh, number three. I think I wrote number three. Understand the setting that you're in. Um, and, and work within the setting, whether it's at home or it's on your job, because people are having difficulties who are now doing Zoom conferencing and also uh, not having that camaraderie of the interaction personally, but they're on Zoom conferencing. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit more awkward now of, of how do you, you know, look at your message and how do you look at the other person's point of view? And then what access channel? That's number four. Am I getting it Right. <laughs> That's
2: right. Yeah, district and,
1: communication channel. Mm-hmm. Yep, What's communication channel. And then, of course, I love this, your tone. What is your tone of voice? Yeah. How are you speaking mm-hmm. it? Are you yelling? Are you screaming? I love it. And then are you coming from a heart-centered or is it about head-centered, which we're talking about today, heart-to-heart conversations? I, I mean, I love this, Natalie, and I know we ran out of time. But these are some of, <laughs> I, knew, I knew we probably would, but I know this, these are some of the, the things that I know that my listeners, you have gotten today out of affirmations and post-it notes and how to speak out loud and to say to yourself, I'm safe, I'm not fearful, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, can we expect major changes? Uh, when I my last question, what kind of changes you think we that we might be moving towards? Changes in the way we communicate, changes in the way we love, changes in the way we interact. Um, just last question, real quickly.
2: It's real quickly, coming back to the first question, I think we're inside of a collective ditch moment, and we're going to be moving into a collective ascension moment. And when we look back on this, we'll be grateful for this moment because everybody was pushed out of their cocoon. They were pushed to level up. They were pushed to raise their consciousness. You know, when we're in a hyper fear-based place, we're forced to move into love and come up with new modalities and, and, you know, challenge ourselves to come up with a new process for moving out of the ditch. So I think we're all going to be better, more enlightened humans that are more on purpose as a result of all this. And I, I know it doesn't look that way now for some people, but it will and
1: I believe it well too and I really really want to thank you for being on the show today this has really been very interesting and though we didn't have a lot of time I just want to thank you so much Natalie for your thoughts and for being such a wonderful guest on the show today and I sort of started the show today about it's been stated that some of the greatest advances have been birthed by disaster and I think you put it aptly Mm -hmm. that it is up to us. We may look back and say how grateful we are because for whom does it end and who gets to decide is the question. We get to decide. It's always us within us. So I want to thank you so much <laughs> because I'm certain the listeners benefited from your personal wisdom, expertise, and counsel. And for those of you, if you'd like to get a hold of Natalie Susie, Natalie, I got an email address for you or a website that you can go and you can contact Natalie if you'd like to get more information for her. So, Natalie, your website information. I do have it somewhere.
2: (laughs) Oh, all good. It's just my full name, it's just nataliesusie.com. You're welcome to click on the the first button on the homepage and you can just put your name and info in there and I will happily communicate with you. You are welcome to reach out to me on LinkedIn or Instagram as well. I put up a running spiritual stories on there all the time with quotes and all these things. And it's just my name, Natalie S-U-S-I.
1: And she's <clears throat> gorgeous. And remember again, she's a professor at the university of San Diego and is teaching conscious <laughs> communication and the pursuit of, of happiness. So, Natalie, again, you give your website one more time so make sure that people get it. Your website is simply Natalie Sousi.
2: NatalieSousi.com. N A T A L I E S U S I. Very simple.
1: So, I, I invite you to contact Natalie should you have more questions and you'd like to have more answers uh, from her because I think she did a great job focusing on conscious communication and the pursuit of happiness. Again, Natalie, thank you so much. This has been wonderful. We'll have to talk offline a little bit more. <laughs>
2: You're welcome. And I, 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 I would love, love to have posted awesome. I'll
1: have po- I'll have posters in my car. I'll have posters everywhere. I think that's a great idea. So, listeners, take note, these were very good ideas to put into practice today. So thank you so much. And this is Dr. Barbara Young signing off until my next guest. And please know that these shows have been to highlight the importance of how we're all in this together. We're operating openly on this show, on subject areas that matter with each of us as we all journey on this pandemic trail. So listeners all over the globe, all over the United States, know we are a united front in our efforts to go through this positively. So I want you to stay tuned for my next guest's Julian Rico Girasse from Palm Beach, Florida. So be blessed. Have a great week. And again, stay tuned for my next guest coming on. Thank you. This is Dr. Barbara Young, and I'll see you in a few minutes.
3: We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Have there been experiences in your life That you could only explain that there was a divine connection or intervention. Well, the new show, God's Hookups, with your host, Dr. Barbara Young, airing live on YouTube, Facebook, and LinkedIn. This show features each week up close and personal interviews, with men and women from all walks of life who will share with you their stories and testimonies about unexplainable miracles, blessings, and encounters that can only be of a God's hookup. So look out every Friday for three powerful shows that will ignite your faith and stir up your hope at 1130, 130, and 230 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if you would like to be a guest to share your amazing story, of a God hookup, please contact Dr. Barbara Young at drb at for more information. And to watch on YouTube, just go to God's Hookups and click to subscribe. Are you looking to watch some great video content with entertaining stories and exciting dialogue with some of the world's leading guests? Well, tune in Transformation Success TV Network each week. This network is designed to give you high definition quality programming on eight different channels for your enjoyment that will help you get excited and inspired, whether it's on the professional development, relationship inspiration, health and financial wellness, sports and entertainment, and music to inspire. This state-of-the-art programming will motivate and educate you to be better, so whether you want to talk financial wellness or sports, all you have to do is tune in and go to DrBarbaraYoung.com and click on the green Watch the Videos button and get ready to be transformed. Again, go to drbarbaryoung.com and click on the green Watch Videos button, and it will take you to the channel for your listening and viewing pleasure. If you would like to host your own show, please send your request to info at TransformationForSuccess.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com It's your world.
0: This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program.
1: Well, hello there to all of my listeners around the world and around the United States. I want to thank you for welcoming and welcoming you back to the second half of After the Pandemic What's Next with my second guest, Miss Julianne Rico Girache. She has been a lawyer, a leader general counsel, recipient of several awards and honors, and she's earned a special certification status by the Florida Bar in her almost 40 years of practice. During that time, Julianne has recruited, mentored, coached, taught, and guided hundreds of attorneys, professionals, lawyers, executives, educators, and degree seekers. She has managed legal departments with budgets exceeding $3 $3 million, and for agencies with budgets exceeding $2 million. You know, the reason why I mention this is because Julianne is a leader of change, innovation, and influence, and she's created a business that combines supporting, teaching, coaching, and mentoring the success of others. And this is a woman I know who traded fear and daydreaming and put her passion into action. So she's here today to share on heart-centered conversations. So welcome, Julianne, to the Transformation for Success show. I'm so delighted to have you on the show. How are you? Well, thank you
4: so much, Dr. Young. I am so thrilled to be here. I am perfectly fine, uh, and I am just so excited to be here. So thanks so much for having me.
1: Well, you know, this is the last in the series of the After the Pandemic, What's Next series, and with heart-centered conversations. So I know that there are many of you listeners out there, and we have audiences Uh, such as our millennials, the Gen Zers, older adults, small businesses, service members, and veterans. And I know that Julianne might not have answers for you all, but what insights, strategies, and processes she has will help individuals grow during these challenging times. And you know, Julianne, many people are grappling around the world, not just the United States, with What is going on? How do I get through? And so today, we are just having a conversation about some of the tools that you can share that will help people to learn, to grow, and how to create a a positive impact, not only for themselves, but for their loved ones and the world. We're all in this together. So I just want to thank you again for being on the show, taking time from your busy schedule. So. What are some of the, the specific strategies or tools that, that you've used or that you're using with your coaching practices with women that you can share with the listeners today?
4: Sure. Thank you for asking, and I'm, I'm so happy to, to be able to share you know, what I've learned, and it has been mm-hmm. an incredible, incredible learning experience, right? I think we have grown as a, as a global community, as individuals, as you know, parents, teachers, um, children, friends, and uh, I think we've all just grown in, in each of our uh, roles and many faceted roles through this entire um, unexpected, uh, unprecedented, challenging time. And um, and there's the pandemic and then, you know, let's face it, there are a lot more, um, there are a lot of other issues going on in the world with respect to, you know, challenging roles, challenging moments, challenging events that have, have caused us all to pause uh-huh. Um, and really understand where we sit with all of this, and so the one thing I want to want to start with is leadership matters, so I really think that leadership counts in each and every one of our roles whether you are a leader in business uh myself i'm i lead a team of of 30 uh lawyers and 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 professionals in my in-house office uh representing uh, one of the largest school districts in the country um i lead our executives in providing them advice i lead uh my um, my, my son, you know, who's 19 years old and who is in another country in uh, total lockdown and isolation. Uh, so, you know, we lead in various, various ways. I lead with my coaching clients and executive coaching clients. Um, but I think we lead by example. We lead by really who we are and how we show up and how we show up in this particular challenging, particularly challenging time, I think is really critical. And so I think one of the one of the real challenges that we've had is there's been such a lack of leadership, right? There's been, first of all, so many so many um, unknowns. You know, everything has been so uncertain. Um, lack of control. People feel like everything they planned. And I mean, I, you know, you know me, Dr. Barbara, and I've I've shared mm-hmm. this with you before. I'm I'm kind of a control freak. You know, being a 40 <laughs> year lawyer. You know, we all think we've got the you know the plan, and the, and our plan is 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 you know written in stone, and, and everybody should just get with the program and follow the plan. Well, you know these cho- these times have certainly told us that you know we are not necessarily in control of all of those aspects around us or even the plan that we thought we had so we've got to create some leadership around helping people grapple with the uncertainty the unknowns and how do we do that how do we how do we lead in these uncertain times and so i think that that's really you know a very big big piece um, and, you know, for all of us to really determine how we can impact that, that leadership for those around us, it's so, so important. It's so, so critical.
1: Well, as it was mentioned, um, so many people nowadays julianne and i and i agree with you leadership is so important and um as my former guest talked about leadership over self because so many people nowadays are are really coming from and i think a majority the fear-based model um mm-hmm. and uh operating out of fear and of course i wanted to get your your take on that she also talked about uh, a love-based um Model are coming from a love-based place, but I think it's very difficult that people from fear and you go into love. What are some of the strategies that you have suggested that people can do and start to implement that they can face going forward in the light of the speed of events we see happening today? Sure. So I mean, I kind of look at from the leadership standpoint,
3: and again, mm-hmm. I
4: really want to emphasize that to be a leader does not necessarily mean you're the boss, you're a CEO. I mean, we are mm-hmm. all leaders. And I tell my team all the time, the top person in the group, namely me, I'm a leader, but also every single person, you know, with respect to their their job, their role, their relationships at home, at work and in the community, they're, you're all leaders. So we are all leaders. And I feel like, you know, there's, I look at it as there's the four C's to to leadership, Um, clarity, courage, connection, and commitment. So we first start with clarity and be clear around, you know, who are you? Why are you here? What is your role? What is it that you are here to do? And really take this time. And I think that one thing that this pandemic has done these, this little isolation period. And for some of us, it's been longer than others. I know I've been working remote with my team since the middle of March. That's a long time to be in a remote sort of physically isolated um, situation. But I think that it really requires clarity around what is it that we're doing? What's our role? What's our purpose? What are our, what are our, what's our mission? You know, why are we, why are we here and what is the lens through which we are, are working? Um, clarity, be really clear. Um, we can't be everything to everyone all the time. And I think again, that's what this pandemic has, has taught us is that we need to be really clear about, you know, what's important. You know, what (laughs) is important? So many people have found themselves in, it, you know, in their home with their kids, trying to teach their kids and work online. And, you know, they found that what's really important is having game night, you know, having that opportunity to connect with their kids. Sometimes adult kids, you know, have come back, you know, to be with their parents and having that time, you know, to, uh, to, to, to be together. Um, courage. We have had an opportunity, an obligation, to have courageous conversations, to have courage to really talk about what's going on, to talk about that fear-based situation. There are a lot of people out there who are hurting, who are not okay, who are just, you know, who are doing the best they can. They may be in your midst. And so I think it's up to all of us as leaders to have the courage to find out, to ask, to tune in, and to be there for people who might not be okay and to kind of scratch the surface and i think it, it, i think that once you do once we each do try to figure out like who's next to us who's having that day who's having that moment who's having a hard time coping and have the courage to be there for that for that individual connection i think it's so important to connect whether we're on Zoom, whether we're on FaceTime, whether we're, you know, behind a mask or not, that connection is super important. And I know your 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 guest uh, uh, and last time just shared, you know, the the love, you know, working through that um, love modality. And I think that connecting in a way that is, you know, that's authentic, that acknowledges that people are all. In this, in a different, in a different way, in a different role, mm-hmm. in a different time and space, and we really need to connect with love, um, making sure that people feel that they are secure, that they have uh, someone around them, someone in their world that, you know, that that cares for them, that cares about what they're going through, that that we can operate through love and not just getting the work done or doing the next task. 'Cause I think that's really important and we've had that opportunity to slow down and speed up. Right? So
1: all these Zoom meetings right. are slow down and speed up. <laughs> and um, I think we got to spring. Ju- yeah. I have a question, Julianne. Um, about the now that we're we're it's important, um, and the things that you said I really like having clarity and courage and connection and commitment, clarity and tank and who you are. But but you mentioned something else that just struck a chord with me about now that we're on Zoom conference, uh, we're Zoom conferencing people, whereas before you were in a physical proximity where you were able to see each other or have a cup of coffee or have a greeting, how was your weekend? You, you had those kind of social engagements, whereas now you're on Zoom conferencing and it's all business. Do you think that this uh, maybe this is not the right question to ask, but how do you see this changing? Because it 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 cuts out that how was your weekend? Uh, how's your wife doing? I heard your son was this. You know these kinds of interactions with Zoom conferencing. What do you what do you predict with that? And how are you guys so, coping? Yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm really glad you asked that question because that was a really
4: important part of the remote team um, project or program planning that we did. So it was really important to create those additional connections. So you're on Zoom with 30 people, and it's real easy for people to get lost, you know, lost in their little Hollywood square, right? Or maybe they're not even putting their (laughs) video on, and people are feeling very, very disconnected. So I think it's really important, again, as leaders, to build in beyond the task. It's even more important that we're in, in, uh, this remote, but it does, it actually lends itself. So you can do a lot of pre-planning to say, okay, today we're going to have, you know, uh, build in a courageous conversation. Today we're going to have a courageous conversation about, you know, how everyone is doing. Um, we're going to have a conversation about, let's talk about your workspace. You know, how's everybody doing? Does everybody have a, pl- you know, show me a picture. I, I did a thing, um, you know, where everybody was supposed to send in a, a photograph of their, of their remote workspace. And it was, you know, it was funny. Um, it was amusing, but it was also really connected. It made people connect because you could see, you know, where they were perching, kind of, you know, you could visualize where they were tuning in from. And everybody had a little story about what their workspace was like or not. Um, you know show me your dog or your fluffy you know coworker uh, we had we had those kinds of things um, so I think it's really important more than ever to to take the time for making space for that personal connection
1: one of the things i I, I had a conversation uh, with someone last week who works in uh, a corporation where they had that social action, uh, interaction and now they're on Zoom conferences, not quite as large as yours. But one one of the things, since we're talking about heart-centered conversations today, I uh, she was saying how they were so distant and one of the one of the uh, people I think seemed to be going through something and and so I mentioned to her, how about you being the conduit possibly and calling people, calling them on the telephone exactly. just to say how are you doing? Um, just thought I'd check in with you. You know, we see each other on Zoom, and you're in your you, like I like, like your Hollywood Square. How are you doing? So phone calls yeah. to people. I think that's that. I, you, I think that's exactly right.
4: I think that's exactly right. So you know, making those phone calls again as a leader, setting mm-hmm. up. You know, these are just these are you know office practices. You, you know, with with this this new way of working, but I'll tell you, you know, it made a huge difference, you know, creating creating office buddies. So everyone, you know, kind of had their backup buddy. So when they were in and out of the office or they were, you know, not going to be available on the screen, they had a backup buddy to talk to. People were making phone calls to one another. I was making phone calls to people. Gee, how you doing? I mean, there were people who mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. had been working in an office setting for 30 years, had never worked from home, had never used this technology, and they were really scared. And so, scared about, you know, being alone at home for all those days, scared about being able to use the technology. Um, You know, a lot of fear, a lot of fear of the unknown. And it was really important to connect, hey, how you doing? How you doing with this? And also to acknowledge, um, really, so I guess, you know, the fifth C might be celebrate, you know, and I have a whole piece in my Transformations Tuscany Uncork Your Best Life curriculum about celebrating the wins. And, you know, we've got to more than ever now celebrate when someone steps up, when someone makes progress, when someone really handles something well, when someone has really, you know, come through one of these challenges about the uncertainties and pivoting and, 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 and all that's, that's been required, to really acknowledge and celebrate those that, you know, they've really stepped up, they've leaned in, they've they've... Or victorious in overcoming their own fears, and I think that that's something to share individually and and as a group in these um, you know in these Zoom Zoom meetings. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so well, that we I can think really uh, support one another.
1: I think that if we start looking at um, the future and how we're going to do business, I think you bring up some good points, Julianne, And I want to thank you for being on Trudy to share that. Uh, In terms of leadership and taking ownership of that leadership and also assessing the possibility of what can I do to help uh, bring clarity, not only to myself, but to the group. Because we're going to be doing businesses, from what I'm hearing, and you're already doing that, um, where I think it's going to be important that we be there for people that we reach out to people and we do probably have to do more now because we're not in close proximity with people, but to reach out more. It's going to be more of an effort, I think, to make that connection and to be sensitive to your colleagues and co-workers, to notice if somebody's nodding out during a meeting or to notice that something is not right and to be sensitive to that. This is just me speaking from my own heart that there's new processes to help people grow personally, and from a heart-centered yeah. way, it has to be from a love base. You know, a care for other human beings, True. other than just myself, my family, my son John, and my and his wife Mary. <laughs> so, sure. So anyway, sure. so I think that this Please, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, sure. No, I mm-hmm. was just saying with this, you know, there's all oh, so much fear and instability, but as my former guest, Natalie, said, this we will look back, she believes, and say this has been the best opportunity for us to grow, that not to see this as a punishment, to see it as a challenge True. to become better. True. My mantra always is to become better and not bitter. True. So true for those, true. and so the you know, last minute, last minute, I think you want to say, cause I'm <laughs> talking yeah, no, quite I, a bit. I, I <laughs> did want to address the personal, I did want to address
4: the personal growth part because I guess, again, as leaders, we want to support everyone's personal growth and to really emphasize that, you know, um, as I said, in my, in my own cork, your life curriculum, we really talk, we, we follow sort of the metaphor of growing grapes, you know, from a from a, a sun-drenched vine to fine wine and everything in between. So, you know, when things grow, and this is the natural cycle of things, there are dormant periods. There are periods where, you know, those vines have to take root. You know, it's not the celebration. It's not the fun time. It's the dormant time. And what's happening underground you don't see. And I really feel like that's what period of time we're in, personally, all of us. Let those, gr- those roots take, take ground um, become grounded, become strengthened, you know, that's where we're really developing our soul strength. And I think that as, again, as leaders, as colleagues, as mothers, wives, uh, you know, as, as friends, we should really try to support each other's growth and recognize that, you know, okay, if you want to take this time to clean out your sock drawer, you know, that's great, but this is also a
1: really good time to focus Thank you, and, to, Thank you, and to let your yeah. I have to close growth. the show. We've got a few minutes. We have a few minutes, and I wanted you to get your last words in on that personal growth because it is so important, but we're going to have to close the show. We have a few minutes. <laughs> a last word from you uh, today in terms of what you'd like to say to my listeners out there.
4: So I would just like to, to emphasize that, you know, Take uh, take your time to develop your your own leadership. Be courageous. Stand up. You know, call it. Help everyone. Be supportive. Use those four C's to inspire: clarity, courage, connection, and commitment. Um, and help everyone develop their their rooted selves. And take this time to really grow and become better and stronger and more vibrant and uh, and 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 more incredibly wonderful when we get on the other side of this
1: well I want to thank you today you know for taking time and thank you for your thoughts you've been a wonderful guest and I know the listeners have benefited from the comments that you've made and really your personal wisdom and your expert and as a Counselor, as an attorney, <laughs> I know they benefited <laughs> from clarity and courage, connection, and commitment. So, for all of you visitors out there, thank you so much for tuning in today. And please know it has been my privilege to bring these shows to highlight the importance of how we all can move through the pandemic, understanding that we are all on a bright, new future given this pandemic trail. So I close with my opening statement that it has been stated that some of the greatest advances have been birthed by disaster, but for whom does it end and who gets to decide is the question. So this is Dr. Barbara Young signing off. Until next Tuesday, When we'll be back with our regular show and a guest, Mr. Bill Flynn. And I wanna thank all of you for tuning in to After the Pandemic What's Next series. Thank you and God bless you. Have a blessed week and I'll see you next Tuesday. And again, Julianne, thank you so much for being a guest on Transformation for Success today. Have a blessed week. Thank you so much. Love you much. Love you much. Thank you.
0: We appreciate you joining us for Transformation for Success. Please join your host, Dr. Barbara Young, again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, that's 12 noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Or join us for replays of the show weekly on the Voice America Business Channel and the Voice America Influencers Channel. Until our next show, have an outstanding week.